Welcome to How to Decorate from Ballard Designs, a podcast all about the trials and triumphs of decorating and redecorating your home. Each week, we'll help you unleash your inner decorator. I'm Caroline, and I'm on the marketing team. And I'm Taryn, and I'm a product designer. And I'm Liz. I head up the Ballard creative team. We're We're your host. Join the expert team at Ballard Designs for tips, tricks, and tales from interior designers, stylists, and other talents in the design world. Plus, we'll answer a listener question at the end of each show. So don't forget to send them to podcast at ballarddesigns.net. Yes, we love answering them. Now on with the show. Our guest today is Gail Davis. For 15 years, Gail's transformed her clients' homes with her eye for color, textiles, and traditional styles. She originally studied at the New York School of Interior Design, an intern for two New York powerhouses, Bunny Williams and David Kleinberg Design Associates. Gail's work has been featured in House Beautiful, AdPro, and Domino Magazine, just to name a few. Gail's also the host of her own podcast, Design Perspectives, which I personally have been binging on. (laughs) It's a great design podcast, so give it a listen. Gail, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. And I'm going to apologize at the top of the show because I have three dogs and the barker is next to me and he can hear everything. So oh. I'm sorry about that. Sorry yeah, about that. If everyone Hello. could see him, they would. Yeah, he's super cute. And the others will um, come in later. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. I appreciate this. This is huge. We're, yeah, we're excited to have you here. So, okay, let's start at the beginning. What led you to interior design? Because from what I understand, that's not where you started your career path. No, I used to work for the president of All Fifth, which is Saks Fifth Avenue's off division, Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it. I can't rephrase it now. And if you watch the movie, The Devil Wears Prada, that was my life. And I'll never forget, I was just sitting at my desk one day and I was like, what would I do? Because there's got to be something more to this. Like I was really burnt out, just wake up in the morning in tears, having to go in and like, here we go. I used to be afraid of failure. So there was this sign of this plaque that was given to my boss and I said, what would you do if you knew you could not fail? And Mm -hmm. I was like, I'd go back to school for design. And as I said out loud, one of my coworkers who works visuals like, oh, you should check out New York School of Interior Design. I'm like, really? Okay, (laughs) let me check it out. Yeah. And I asked my boss if I could leave early on Tuesdays to go to class at night because I wanted to check it out. And her response was, you should have did this when you were in college. You don't have time for this now. You're in a career. (laughs) I went home and there was this ongoing joke in my house. We had just purchased the house and I would go to my husband. Oh, um, today I quit. I quit. So everything's on you now. Right. Because I was just testing it. I was like, oh, my. Yeah. I was like, you make more than enough money. You could you take care of things. And I came (laughs) the next day and I really did resign. And she was blown away by it that I would do that. But I also felt like there there was more to life than what I was actually living at that time. And I was Mm -hmm. like this, like adulting is super hard. (laughs) And I was like, now I understand what my mom used to say, don't rush to get old. Because I was like, if this is it, I would have stayed a kid (laughs) a lot longer and enjoyed that, you know? So, yeah. (laughs) So that's that's awesome. That's how I started. I took one course in uh, that fall and then fell in love. But I have to say, it's a lot of work. I think Mm -hmm. people romanticize design they mm-hmm. think like it's all fun and gravy. They think it's <laughs> endless amount of money. They think it's easy peasy. And 
you know, and inexpensive, which is the biggest thing take away for me because mm -hmm. I, I don't understand how having conversations, I have very long conversations with clients about price and what things mm -hmm. cost because I, I start out the gate with how much I charge hourly. I'm going to bill you for everything. Even if you call and it's 15 minutes, like I'm still charging you for that. And, you know, I'm going to charge you for sourcing. And, you know, like I just make sure like there's no shock factor. Mm -hmm. So when the invoice comes, they're like, oh, okay, she told me. And I mean, it gives a breakdown. But yeah, there's when people say, oh, I'm passionate about design. I'm like, what's what's that passion like? We've heard over and over again that, you know, there's 80% of this is business. And oh. then the, the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 100. Like I tell people, you say 80, I say 90. Okay. It really yeah. is like business. I think a lot of people think it's glamorous and it's fun. And I mean, don't get me wrong. There are moments, right? Mm -hmm. Like any other job, there are moments. But when you take someone's money, you're in business and yeah. you need to be on point with the, your deliverables. You can't. Well, and as a client, yeah, you want yeah. that too. I need yeah. straightforward. I need clear. Yeah. No willy nilly, you know, oh, by the way, this is, yeah. You're like, no, I want to know why you're spending my money and where. So yeah. Yeah. And, and, and why are we spending money on that instead of this mm -hmm. or, you know, yeah. Well, because again, you know, they come to you because you know quality, you know where to get it, you know, you know what I mean? And you're bringing them that service of high design and they're paying for it. So to your point, yes, I'm, I'm bringing you the best of the best, but yeah, yeah you will pay for it. And here you go. Yeah. Well, it's, so. it's, it's also funny too, because I like to point out that, you know, you have the Range Rover or um, the uh, Phantom Rolls Royce in your driveway and you're wearing, you know, this $40,000 watch and your wife is carrying this $80,000 bag. And then you, when I tell you how much the space, the living room is going to be north mm -hmm. of, you know, 60 or 80,000 or 50, whatever it may be. And then you're like, what? And I'm like, well, yeah, if you think about it over time, it, it wouldn't be that, it wouldn't seem that much. But then when you do it all in one shot, this is what it really is. If you mm -hmm. add it up over, right. like if you just do chairs and you come back next year and you're like, oh, let's do a sofa. Oh, let's paint now. Right. Like if you do it that way, it doesn't seem like it's a lot because you're also budgeting it out and, and mm -hmm. pushing it out. But when you do it all in one shot. So are you doing entire houses? Are you going in and doing more just like room by rooms for folks? Are you are you working with the same the same clients over and over again? to just kind of redo their whole house piece by piece or just like go in and take over? So it's funny. I am going in. I have whole homes, but we <laughs> do it two to three rooms at a time because here's something mm -hmm. else. Unless they are not living there, they cannot handle all the stuff that goes on with renovations and people being in their home, right? So- right. You know, you know what it's yeah. like, right? You're like, oh my God. Hi, Dan. Hi, Dave. Yeah, like everybody's in my house again. And imagine if it's a whole house, we're going to be there much longer. So what I do is like this past summer for a client, I did their apartment, but they stayed in their home on Martha's Vineyard. They're like, we're out 
on Friday, the the apartment is all yours until like, you know, mid-September, maybe beginning of October. Yeah. I have another client also has multiple properties where they're like, oh, we're going to be in Florida for the next couple of months. You know, can mm-hmm. we meet because we want the living room, the family room and our bedroom done over. And then they'll come back and they're like, can you work on the other house? It's whole homes, but it's sometimes mm-hmm. two to three rooms at a time. And it's good because then, you know, I get worn out too. <laughs> yeah. I, I get fatigued as well. And I'm like, I need a break from y'all. I need to love y'all again. <laughs> you know? I definitely see that. (laughs) And I I tell people too, I was like, we'll start out loving each other somewhere in between there. Like you'll be annoyed with me and I will just probably not be excited when I see your number pop up, you know, but then we go back to when you see the final room or the final space and you're like, yes, now we're both high-fiving each other. We're laughing. We're even laughing about when we were like short with each other, you know? I mean, I'm I very- I love your honesty. Yeah, well, it's real. You know, I mean, come on. It's fatigue, not just for the client, mm-hmm. but also for you because you're just like, and especially now in the time of COVID, you're like, oh, oh my sure. God, when is this lamp coming in? Like it's- Right. Before you would be able to do the whole room in one shot and be like, oh, presentation, get your- sh- your your photo shoot mm-hmm. in and move and let them live in their house forever. Right. Right. Yeah. Not with COVID. It's like a chair at a time. Yeah. How are you, how as a designer are you handling this? Cause I feel like, again, every process is taking longer. So have you changed your business model? It's still the same, but what mm-hmm. hap- what's happening now is I just, whatever can come in at in bulk as much as mm-hmm. it can, then that's when I'm doing the install. Like instead of it being like one day install or, you know, a couple of days install where it'll be like maybe a week. No, it's probably like a month or so because, you know, it's, it's as the stuff is trickling in right? and I'm like, okay, like today I'm going to go deliver uh, mirrors to a client's house or have my guys drop it off. So my guy tomorrow can install them because they, they've been here since December. And then her drapery and furniture is going to be ready like in another three to four weeks. So when that comes in, I'm just like, just get it there. So at least they can also see progress Mm -hmm. and not like they just, you know, dropped off the face of the earth. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, you're totally right. Because you could either say that or you'd be like, uh, I can come at bulk when it all comes, but you don't. Yeah, but you won't see me next year. You won't see me till June. Right. It's like everything is pushed out. I ordered a nightstand and mirrors from a vendor, which I'll leave nameless, last March. And they said, oh, it'll be in the nightstand September, the mirrors December. Why did they just tell me June? It's a new day, the new date. Mm. And I'm Mm. like, oh. So once again, Mm. you know, but I really... Any new client that I'm signing on right now, I am having the honest and hard conversation of how expensive it is. Beyond the expense, the lead times are insane. And even mm-hmm. if someone says they can get it for you, they are lying. <laughs> that is not going to be yeah. in four to six weeks. I just recently had my new neighbor move in and gut her kitchen and I said, don't throw out the stove. And she's like, no, I'm getting a new one. I said, 
nah, you're not getting a new one, sister. And she's like, no, I am. And she told me where she was getting it from. And I said, they're lying to you. I'm telling you right now, this I do this every day. The appliances are taking at least a year. And sure enough, I said, if you want, I can check with my person. And she wanted to do a special color because it's a KitchenAid. Um, right. So my person said, oh, not only will she not, they're not doing that. They're only shipping out stainless steel appliances. Yeah. And it's a year's wait. For that. Yeah. Not <laughs> right. even the custom color one. Yeah. So when I told her that, she was like, oh, my God, let me check with my people. And sure enough, now they're telling her June of this year. And she yeah. last year. And I said, I, I'm, I said, I know a lot of people, you know, and I told potential clients and client, current clients, mm -hmm. I know you think I'm just like doing this just to get over it, like just in case. I was like, I'm not. Like, even if the vendors tell me their lead time is 24 weeks, I'm telling my client it's 36. Because yeah, if right, it comes in right. sooner, I look like a winner. And if it's if it comes in later, like they don't know that it really came in when it, you know. It, right. So, yeah. But, yeah. The supply chain and COVID right. domino effect has been, oh my gosh. been real Messy. across the world. Messy. Yeah. I mean, Messy. it's, I mean, again, well, we're, we, we're as in you it. know, we're deep in it. And so when a whole factory shuts down because of COVID, you're, there's no control. Not All we right. can do is nicely again. Hey, by the way, yeah. <laughs> two more months, we hope. Yeah. Right. No, like and you, you just never know. Yeah. And that's, right, and that's right. it. You're like, well, that sweater is nice you have on. <laughs> right. How are I the mean, kids? <laughs> right. Exactly. When reality is we all want to scream and be like, wait, heck, I draw it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, really. You're just like smiling like, oh, okay. Yeah. And your best Southern, um, was it bless your heart? Bless yeah. your heart. <laughs> oh, bless your yeah. heart. You're not oh. getting those side tables. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm mm -hmm. so bless your heart. That's a red flag. But on that note of just like pivoting and changing, have you seen what design elements have you seen change too within this past kind of year or so? Oh, More I don't know. Privacy everyone. curtains. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think that's the, the fastest thing. It's funny, a lot of window treatment I have seen change. I just see how, yeah, there's the privacy, but then now it's also like, let me pull back because it was the rooms were, the windows were so layered. Mm -hmm. And now I think people want to see out. And mm -hmm. so it's just very interesting to drive by, and I shouldn't be looking at people's windows, but I guess I do, <laughs> to actually be able to see in where before I just felt like it was very funereal, like it was all layered mm -hmm. and lace and and just too much and I'm always like oh my god you want to look out your window like you yeah, really want to enjoy for a good long time yeah well you know what, look out yeah and it's funny when this first started I had a lot of designer friends go oh my god this is going to be horrible you know now we're going to be out of business and I was like oh god no no what's going to happen is you called this you the know? same people who were like I love open concept are going to hate it because now the husband is home Right, working. My husband's a finance person. Upstairs. Yeah. And I was like, he sits behind me. Look, there's yeah. the other third dog. And, you know, the husband's home. I don't have kids, but I have three dogs. So that's chaos yeah. at all times. And then also, you don't really want to look through and see your whole house. I've never been an open concept girl. I mm -hmm. like rooms. I like structure. I like not seeing everything. And I like being in a room mm -hmm. and, and embracing and taking in that room. 
And I like, you know, division in a good way. But it's just very interesting, too, that I also witnessed that a lot of people are realizing those cheap sofas that they've purchased are cheap. Now they want to, like, spend money and they want comfort because they realize it's like, oh, this is it looks good, but it doesn't feel good to sit Mm. on, you know. No, that's a good point. I yeah, you were spending approximately like 10 hours tops on it. And now you're spending <laughs> yeah. maybe whole days on it. So <laughs> yeah, like it's a whole different thing. Yeah, it, it, it's very funny. It's just like when when we had the snowstorm a couple of years ago. And in any way, it snowed in October and it was a storm and there was a blackout. And so here we are sleeping in our living room because the fireplace is here. And that's when I realized like the sofas that we had wasn't so great. Like I could lay down on him, but my husband's taller than me and he couldn't. So he would just go upstairs and sleep in our bed and I was not leaving the fire. And I was like, <laughs> new sofas coming soon. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And you, you realize like a lot of downtimes like this, you know, pandemic and storms and all, it makes you, for me, it makes me look at my house and like, let me revisit it and let me see what I need to do. And then it also makes me more aware for with my clients like Mm -hmm. what they may need and things that they don't think about where we have these conversations. So I want to go and talk about a little bit about your process for how you start a project. Your rooms end up to be so incredibly rich and elegant and layered. But How do you start this all out? I don't know. Like I go into the space and sometimes it hits me and and I'm not going to lie more times than not. (laughs) not it really takes a minute because I really want to hear how they they think they're going to use the room because we all you know people always have these grand ideas of how they're going to live and and you know mm-hmm. you move you buy a house you move in you're like I'm going to be entertaining every weekend I need this I need um I need to be able to seat <laughs> 20 people I need to be able to cook and and look at my guests I need to be able to see the bar from where I am and then you move in and then you have the parties and all of a sudden you're like I don't want these people in my house. I don't need a hundred people. I only want eight. <laughs> um, you know, we're not having any of these big parties anymore. We're just going to invite like close friends and family. And I don't want to have to work that hard to clean. Like I want mm-hmm. people to walk in and be like, mm, she looks like this. It's good. Not like, where's everybody I need to clean first before they get over here. And so I like to really find out like perfect example is I have a new client in Boston and they're moving into their beautiful home and they don't live there yet. And I don't know what their old space looks like. Mm-hmm. So I'm going off of a lot of conversation with them. And, and and here's something very interesting. The wife keeps saying she wants the wow factor. So what is wow to you? Right. right? And what is wow for me? Because I know what wow is for me. So I'm going to show her my wow mm-hmm. and go from there. And it, it also starts with how I want the room to feel. And because I am very much a texture girl, I love mohair. I love boucle. Mm-hmm. I love velvets because I love when you sit down and like that feeling that you get when you touch something, you're like, oh, it feels so good. Right. Yeah. So that's what I just focus on. And then I think about where is the space? What are they looking out at? And how are they going to entertain in here? Mm-hmm. Does that, does that no, I think sense? that's very important. Okay. Because um, I, I am also trying to build right now and it's to your point it's like I know how we lived but the space was different and so it it is very much like uh 
I haven't changed my I want to entertain X amount of people. <laughs> Probably to your point, I've gone down. <laughs> but no, I mean, I do think, yeah, to your point, especially not knowing anything, you know, as you try to get these people and what, you know, what the wow is to them. It, that's got to be hard as a designer yeah. um, to pinpoint that. Yeah, because I also tell people, I'm like, you know, where you may think, uh, I tell them two things, where you may think, that your wow is a wow, I'm finding it like a snooze fest. So I want to do better for you. And that if you want beige, I'm not your girl. Like we Mm -hmm. live in Mm -hmm. color. And so I feel like your space Mm -hmm. should be, you know, texture and color and and visual Mm -hmm. movement. But also when you sit down or you lay down, like it's just something soft and, you know, on your face and you can take a nice nap. Or you could sit there and curl up with a good book and light the fire mm-hmm. and have friends over. I don't want it to be where you have to really think about it. And it comes a big production every time people come over or they're about to come over. Yeah. Do you find because you started in fashion that you, speaking to, again, your textures and your love of fabrics, that you start the process a lot within that realm of, you know, your textiles? Yeah, I do. Now I'm thinking about it, I was like, yes. Tammy, that's a good question. Good good question, my friend. No, actually, I really do. I feel like, I, for, and here it is, everything for me is deconstructing something that's in fashion. Like I did a powder room and I deconstructed a man's tweed suit, what it looked like to me, along with his shoes. And that's how I did the this, this space. Like that's what it, yeah. you know was for me um the bed and breakfast that i did last year with the kaleidoscope group the most so cute i am in love with that room and (laughs) i need to talk to you about sourcing some of those things i'm I'm, I'm serious i'm I'm serious everyone needs to go check out this this room Mm -hmm. because it that room in particular is old world feeling but pared down simplicity and it feels like it's always been that way, but it yeah, also feels so fresh. And I just want to climb in that bed. Oh my so, goodness. I love, so love, love. The mohair. After, yes. what, jumped, what started that for me? Mohair. Okay. Right? And, okay. and that's at the, the foot of the bed. Yeah, that is, is the yeah. whole headboard. The headboard and the okay. footboard. Also, the chair, the cut velvet. Mm-hmm. I was obsessed with for the longest. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I am using it in this space because it just, it, it went so well with the wallpaper. That's from well, a Schumacher. Where that was, fabric is so over the top that it really plays nicely with the, yeah. the muted tones. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate that. And I'm, um, I'm seriously redecorating my bedroom now. Thank you. <laughs> well, you, well, Liz, you do have like the dark trim that this uh, mm-hmm. room does has as well um you have dark trim everywhere so this is so yeah like you said so much of it's a reading you said it was for reading right yeah like that was your yeah it feels like a book well it's it's so cute but thank you very much um i love it because when i went there like you saw the before picture is really horrible and just scary looking and i was like it looks like a couple of murders happened up here. And then, you know, when everybody went and did the room over, for me, I was just like, well, it's a cute little town 
in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. It's Lenox, Massachusetts. And you could walk into town. You could bike ride. There's trails uh, to go walking and hiking. It's just like a little bit of everything. They have plays there, Shakespeare during the summer. Like, it's just really nice. And my thought was, well, if I'm coming here, I want to rest in the evenings and I want to relax. And I may not want to go out. I may just want to pen a note or read some books or write some notes or write a book, a retreat for me. And that's what it was. So I'm just appreciative. But yeah, that room meant a lot to me. You know how most people do show houses, designers do, and they're like, I want the biggest room. And me, I'm always like, give me the smallest room you have. Because or in this case, give me the murder room. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't even put a rug in that room because I loved how the wood was underfoot and how it mm-hmm. looked against the mohair and the wallpaper and then the black trim. Like it was just really, it just really felt cozy. And I love that everyone that came in, they would walk into the room and then I would shut the door and just, you know, speak softly to them and talk about the space. And they're like, oh my God, I am making a reservation to stay here. Like this room feels so good. And I was like, yes. <laughs> so why do you always pick the smallest room? Because I feel like it's more challenging. Because a big room, you could be like, okay, it's a living room, sofa, two chairs, game table, whatever. Like you could just boop, boop, boop. But I feel like you, you have to be a little bit more thoughtful with a smaller space. And that you have to really utilize, make sure you're utilizing every inch of that space because it's small. And um it's less vendors you have to harass to get stuff for your room. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's just like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm done. I needed a table. I needed a chair. Okay, the bed's done. I got the linen. Oh, and the window treatment. Okay, wallpaper paint. Yeah, good. You know, where I feel like when it's a bigger room, there's a lot more um, that happens. And also for me, I never come out of pocket for show houses. That's just a rule of mine <laughs> where everybody else will. I'm like, mm, no, I have my own house. I have to furnish. I, I can't spend 40 G's on a show house that we're going to tear apart. That 40 grand can be for me. Yeah, I totally get it. I also love the really beautiful uh, ceiling mount you have in that small space as well. It, it's beautiful, but very subtle and brings in that warm, brassy color. It's beautiful. Thank you. It's a favorite. It's a favorite. I enjoyed that room. I enjoyed making, uh, creating that room. And then I also love just how it all came together. And, um, and I loved everyone's reaction with it. Okay, so your colors are so beautiful and start off, I feel like with like a muted tone, maybe to base, but that, and correct me if I'm wrong, but like, but then there's like always a pop of color, but it's not like, a slam of color. It's like subtle enough to it like. It doesn't slap you in the face. Yeah. It doesn't slap. It I'm here. Slap you in the yeah. face. No. no, but it's but it's enough color to really kind of make the room sing. I and I'm wondering that. how how you start a color palette or what you think about when you're putting putting colors together for a room. I pull together colors that look like they wouldn't go together that I start pulling together what feels good. Like I'll just start grabbing, like I'll just start grabbing colors and then textures of how it feels. And I'm like, okay, that can work. Then I'm like, huh, 
What about drapery? Okay, that can work with that. Hmm. She's holding up swatches yes. as we do. You know, yeah. We need to take a screen grab of this for everybody. <laughs> and then I'm like, this could be the trim on the... On because the- you've got an orange yeah. with a little bit of a, of a gold <laughs> like a- color velvet yeah. and then a wild pattern and then... This, that you it's like a, a brown and a burgundy and then i'll go oh i like this wallpaper and then i'm like okay so that looks I good too. you know and i'm just like i start throwing things together mm-hmm. and then i just i throw a bunch in and then i i look at the floor plan i look at the furniture plan i'm like okay this is what's going in there and i was like well i like this on this chair i like this for drapery Ooh, this would be great on the inside of the drapery. So then people passing by would have something nice to look at. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I like this. I like that. Ooh, this rug will go great. And then I start pulling away. And then finally I have the room. But it really is like colors that make me happy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it'll make my client happy too. But I'm like, th- they would love this. They would love this, you know. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I just start thinking yeah. and just go from there. Okay, hold on real quick, because I have to go on this tangent. I love when draperies have a um, pattern on the backside. But my biggest question for that is when do you do it? Because if I have four windows on the front of my house, and then you're going to see this gorgeous gingham on the back of one, but then the other room doesn't have a matching. Is that weird from the outside? You know, it's funny. I know, because I feel like if it's all white, like in the front of the house, then it's fine. But then I'm like, you know, not every room is not the same. I yeah. Before I used to be like, oh, everything has to be the same on the outside. I got to look. I need continuity. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, one time it didn't happen. And like I survived. I lived. <laughs> <laughs> I fine. survived it. It's yeah. fine. Okay, well, that's good to know. Like, you shouldn't, I mean, as long as it's not, I, I assume something, again, glaring. Yeah, like, as long as it's yeah. not glaring, you're like, oh, okay, interesting. Okay. You know. I've and, always wondered that, so I had to ask while we were talking about that, because it's no, I, such a fun detail. But No, it is, it is, and I learned that when I was at Bunny's, there was always something sweet on the inside. And ah. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, just just the amount of knowledge that I learned from between her and David mm-hmm. was a master's degree, was a PhD for me. And it what just an experience. Really, yeah. It just, and funny, because I didn't know who either one was when I started in this industry. <laughs> that is so crazy. I know, to be such, I, to work for such amazing designers. Yeah, um, iconic. And you're like, huh? I don't know who that is. Okay, great. Right, you were like, I went to work every day. Yeah, that, that's, that's, <laughs> that's what it for was. The rest for me. Of us were like, what was it like? Yeah, yeah and I'm like, Ugh. normal, fine. She's great. She's amazing. He's he's wonderful. Great. His whole team is fun. You know, I learned so much. He is Albert Hadley, and she is Mrs. Parrish. Like, you know, <laughs> right? You had the education. Yeah. 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 That people can't pay for. Yeah. No. Like you can't. <laughs> no. And it's even funny when people go, I'm a designer. And you're like, but I didn't go to school for it. And you don't have to go to school, but I feel like there's some education that is needed. So, you know, the rules and what you're breaking. And also just so you can learn a little bit more. Like I, you know, I knew color, but until I took that color class, oh my God, you had to create the paint colors. Like they would show you something and it's like, okay, you got to create that. And then you have to mix the colors together and it had to match (laughs) exactly. And I was like, 
Whoa. So now when, you know, after that, when I would see color, like I could see the nuance in it, I could see the different Mm -hmm. colors when I, you know, I love going to museums and I would just linger in rooms. And now I knew why, because the Mm -hmm. colors were just, they were, it was like a hug from Jesus, you know, that it just felt so good that I had to linger. Mm -hmm. So that's what color, color just really makes me happy. Yeah. A lot of people I feel like are either the color people who want it. Right. And then we have so many, um, and we've interviewed so many designers too, that just like can do a neutral house, like so well as well. And I'm, I'm in the color boat. I keep trying to do more neutral rooms and it's not working. No, I feel like, you know what? I I know. I shouldn't call them neutral because to your point, a lot of your rooms would be new, like could yeah. be considered neutral. Yeah. I'm just going to say lack of color versus yeah. color. That's better for like when I, when you say neutral, I understand what you're saying because to me, I will see rooms and I just, I'm like, wow, they're, they're finished. That can't be finished. Like for me, a room needs to pull you in and make you want to linger and makes you want to sit down and, you know, have that cup of tea or entertain friends mm-hmm. or take a nap, whatever it is. But I just, rooms that are so pristine and like, like no one lives there or, you know, this is pretty, but don't sit. It, it doesn't work well for me. Like I just, I want people to love where they live, but I also am a realist knowing that, you know, you're going to spill the margarita or you're going to, you know, drop food on the floor and your dogs are going to die for it. Or there's going to be an accident with the dogs. (laughs) Like life is living, you know, it doesn't stop and you can't be upset. You just have to have your arsenal of cleaning products also ready to go. Like making sure you have Folex and baking soda and vinegar. And you're like, okay, I know how to clean this up. Good. Move on. You can't um, die every time something happens in your house because now you're being held hostage and you're not, living in your home you're just there Mm -hmm. you have three dogs Mm -hmm. and so speaking of not changing your life for them how do you live with them without hating them (laughs) in the sense of like ruining your stuff (laughs) oh yeah okay Uh so see there's a blanket right okay so you got a blanket on a brand new sofa sofa that's probably been here a year Prior Uh to that, I had, um, prior to that in this room, there were two sofas and chairs and Jasper, all my dogs are rescues. So Uh Jasper came up from Alabama and has, he had anxiety and his thing was chewing furniture. Oh, a fave. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I literally came home one day and I was like, it snowed inside. Like I was like, Oh my God, where's this from? And then I realized he completely devoured the library behind me, the sofa in there, which I was completely fine with because I was like, I needed new furniture. And that's, and I know this sounds so crazy. That's how I would think of things when they would bite something or do something. I'd just be like, Oh, just God's way of telling me I need to get something new in here. You know, <laughs> so this way, I wouldn't get upset. Otherwise I'd be like, Oh my God, what is going on here? But now okay, I'm so like, perspective, perspective is a good number one rule. <laughs> That's a good one. No. And the blanket, the blankets always, I feel like Bunny always has great blankets draped over um, oh. upholstery. 
yeah, yeah. that's mm-hmm. that's what it is for me. There's one on both chairs here. I'm just like, no, I, I'm going to live in my house and they're going to be fine. Yeah. And, you know, some days I get to sit on my sofa with them and other days I just get to sit on another chair and watch them enjoy laying on the sofa sleeping. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but I love my home. Like, I, it's not yeah. it's not precious. I want people to come in mm-hmm. and feel like if they want to take off their shoes great if they don't. I'm not one of those houses mm-hmm. where I'm like, take off your shoes. I'm like, I have three dogs. My house, I'm like mopping every night. Like I'm sweeping yeah, up yeah. dust bunnies, whatever. Like I live <laughs> in my home and I'm happy about it. It's not always mm-hmm. perfect and pristine. Some days it is. And some days I'm like, well, today, you know, we're busy. It is. You can't be held captive to your home. Your home is where, you know, you replenish yourself, you enjoy your family, your friends, where you just shut out the world and you want to sit by your side like I do five days straight and just do your thing, you have to enjoy your home. It's where you mm-hmm. pay your mortgage and taxes. And so, you know, I, that's another thing. I don't understand people <laughs> who pay so much money to fly first class private jet to stay at some amazing hotel and then you come back to their house and then you're just like, well, you just spent all that money for there. Why, why didn't you just take like a year of not traveling or two years and just put all that into your home. So your home is the place where you're like, Ooh, can't wait to get there. (laughs) No, that's true. And I feel like that's what we need to, we need to do with our homes and like, you know, because again, we're still here. Oh my God. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm in the tri-state area and COVID is not going away. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. we're we're still wearing masks. We can, go to some places and not, but in New Jersey now, you have to really have your mask everywhere you go again. And it's, so listen, I'm going to be more at home as much as possible outside of going to the dog park. And then, you know, that's just something (laughs) different. So there you go. (laughs) Well, your rooms are so incredibly elegant and layered. And I feel like all of your accents that you have in the room Mm -hmm. feel like jewelry. And they, thank you. I feel like that's a really beautiful touch. And so, as much as like, and lovely as these rooms are, they do feel like you can walk in and sit on the sofa. And I want to talk a little bit about a project you have on your site called the Her Office, because this room is elegance. Like, and it's it's also it's it's a woman's office. But mm-hmm. it has dark paneling, floor to ceiling, all over the ceiling. Something that's usually traditionally so masculine. How did you approach this room? So it was funny. Um, that particular client, that's how I met my husband, through her and her husband, by the way. Um, they've been in okay, this so house she gets for extra me. love. Oh, yeah. Oh, anything I do for her, I'm like, what? Let me get it done. You know, I'm like, I have been wanting to do her office for a minute. Like we did it before and it was like kind of granny chic. And then someone else came in and did like these this window treatment. They had somebody, some designer come in, do window treatment. It just like the room still felt very disjointed. It, It just didn't make sense for her. And so we had a conversation and I was like, I know exactly how your room is supposed to be. I say, I know exactly how your office is supposed to play out because this is when work from home. I mean, they work out of their home anyway, but she also meets with her team. 
and they'll go downstairs or they'll go into the kitchen. And I was like, I want you, I said, your office needs to be where if you have a meeting, it's here. It's not, let's find somewhere else to sit and go have the meeting. It's everyone knows where to go. That if you want to sit and read a book by the fire, you can. If you're having a meeting with your team, we're going to have a conference table in the middle that can be a conference table, but not like your typical conference table. Mm -hmm. And meet, and then your desk can be off to the side. And let's also get a sofa in for when you have those Zoom calls or when you know, you're having more than anticipated people, the eight people that are going to sit at the table. Now you have extra seating. And I also was just like, should I paint this? And we toyed with it. And she's like, no, I really like the wood. I was like, yeah, let's, let's show how it can be feminine with this massive amount of wood. And there was also that light fixture was not there. There was no ceiling light which was crazy mm-hmm. for that space. So the lights, the um, can lights were around the perimeter of the room, uh-huh. like, you know, like some Broadway play. And then in the middle, it was just dark. <laughs> and I was like, I, you know, like none of this makes sense. The drapery was wrong. So I just went in and, and I started with the rug and the rug initially was going to be brown. I was like, no, it's too much brown in here. And then then the rug also wasn't that brown wasn't coming in until like later this year. And I was like, Oh God, no, I need to like get through this. You know, everything I was Mm -hmm. pulling for that office, I was like, okay, is it in stock? Can we get it done? Yeah. Okay. Not a problem. And this rug is a near wall to wall blue antelope. Yes. And that's the other thing. I know a lot of people like area rugs. I am from the school of bunny where I like it a foot off the wall. So mm-hmm. I know when people are like, oh, but I love my wood floors. I'm like, you got wood all throughout your house. You'll see it. Don't worry about it. Let's take yeah. care of this room. This room needs to be grounded. And um, I had it cut out around the fireplace too, which was the hearth, which was really amazing. That conference table, that round dining table, mm-hmm. I've been waiting to use. I'm not even going to lie, probably for like four years. I saw <laughs> it and I was like, there's got to be a project I can use this in. I, you know what? I'm was that piece my- number one? Of this room? Yeah, it really was. And then I saw the sofa and I sat down on it and I was like, okay. And I was like, this, this needs boucle. <laughs> I know a lot of people like, oh, boucle. But I was like, I didn't want just any color boucle, but I wanted like um this mossy green. And I was able to find that. And I was like, okay, that's yeah. good. And then I used Brooke Pertagon, her drape, her fabric for drapery, because it just had like this nice... Mm rhythm that went along with the conference table. And I love the bottom of the conference table too, which is absolutely Mm -hmm. amazing. And then the console was a mimic off of the conference table because it has concentric lines. Yeah. When that room was done, they were flying out to, um, I believe, Florida, or maybe it was Atlanta. And I was doing the photo shoot that day. And so they came in with their staff and everyone just sat around. They're like, oh, my God. She's like, this is amazing. And then she said, now my husband's going to want to use this room a lot, too. (laughs) 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 And it's so like her staff, when she left, you know, and we pulled out after we finished shooting the room, the space. It was so funny because all of a sudden her staff was in there and they were Instagramming and like, you know, doing stuff. And I was like, okay, wait, wait. I'm trying to get this published. You absolutely cannot do this. Like, you've got to wait a minute. Like, I am, 
getting this published. I cannot show this right now. And they're like, okay. And then once the publication came out and it was shown, it was good. Yeah. But um, yeah, that she loves that space. Loves I, that space. I it love that gorgeous. space. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm, I'm super uh, happy. And so now they just purchased something in the city. So I'll be working on that as well. Oh, that's yeah. great. Uh, and that chandelier just like, you, I cannot believe there was not one there. Yeah, like so nothing. Fitting. I said so to, I told the electrician, get up there and drill a hole and make sure because <laughs> there's wires around. You'll be able to connect it. And he did. And w- it was funny when I showed the client the light fixture. She was like, I think it's too big. I said, I think you just need to let me do my job. This is going to be amazing. <laughs> you need to trust me. This is going to be amazing. And when it came in, she was like, huh, because it took up a big space in her um because I had it shipped to them directly and it took up a big space in their large four car, four car garage, maybe five, I think. And she was like, it just seems so big. And I was like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And so then I, I told the staff, I was like, just hide it behind there. I don't want her to see it that every time she pulls in, I'm going to get a text. Hide it, please. And so finally, when we went in and we did it all, she walked in, she was like, oh, this is nice. Mm-hmm. This is nice. So, and you I said really, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Thank I you. was right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Trust the designer, please. Trust your designer. Ah, uh, well, seriously, thank you for letting us talk about all these spaces, and they're just beautiful. And your portfolio is beautiful, and I totally recommend everyone going to your website. It's really beautiful. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Gail, this was super fun and you have to come back. But for now, will you tell everyone where they can find you and follow you and even listen to you? (laughs) Okay, so you can follow me at Gail Davis Designs with an S. Everything's plural with me on Instagram. My website is Gail Davis Designs and you can listen to my podcast called Design Perspectives with Gail M. Davis anywhere you listen to podcasts. Well, we are beyond excited to continue to see your work and we do hope you'll come back with us. I absolutely I feel like we just Christmas Christmas, so. yeah. Thank you so much, ladies. I really appreciate this. And that's our show. You can find all of the show notes on our blog, howtodecorate.com slash podcast. To send in a decorating dilemma, email your questions to podcast at ballarddesigns.net so we can help you with your space. And of course, be sure to follow us on social media at Ballard Designs. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. And please leave us a review. We'd love to hear your feedback. Until next time, happy Happy decorating. decorating!